0: What do you talk about on your podcast? How do you get an idea for a podcast? Where do you find guests? How do you get people to actually download and listen to your podcast? How do you launch it? How do you sustain it? These are questions that I get all the time from listeners of What's the Secret? And I have to be honest, I really didn't know the answers to any of these. In fact, when I was trying to get what's the secret off the ground, I floundered around for a long time, probably a good six months, without getting any traction or momentum forward. Finally, I had enough, so I decided to reach out to a podcast launch expert in the industry, Mr. Luis Diaz. Luis and his team helped me to solidify, get my act together, Get an idea for what's the secret and more importantly, launch it in a super quick amount of time so that I could start getting traction. His team helps me every month of the show. I mean, they're fantastic. So I reached out to Lewis. I said, Lewis, why don't you come on and talk to the listeners of what's the secret? I talked to them about how they should be building an audience in my Milk It Method guide, which by the way, if you don't have your free copy of the Milk It Method, go to TomGaddis.com and do- download that right now. But in that guide, I talk about how building an audience is so important and how you you should do that sooner rather than later, even before you have things to sell. And podcasting is a great way to do that. So Lewis agreed to come on and, and share his experience from over 50 podcast launches and over 5 million. Yes, that's 5 million downloads in just three years. Uh, you know, this is Lewis's specialty, right? What he does here today is he launches consults, and he works with some of the most well-known entrepreneurs and personal brands online. People like NFL pro Steve Weatherford, Dan Locke, Joe Marion, the CEO of Biotrust, Shonda Sumter, Craig Ballantyne, and, and many more. Lewis works with entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners inside of his podcast Launch Formula program to help them launch, grow, and expand their influence using podcast. His experience and help for me, and what's the secret, has been invaluable. So grab a cool drink, set back, Relax, enjoy Luis Diaz on this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, Just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom. You're in the right place. Aloha, my name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret podcast. Aloha and welcome to What's the Secret podcast. Lewis, how's it going, my man? Um,
1: Tom, it's it's good to see you again. Um, You know, I always enjoy our conversation, so it's it's fun. I'm pumped to be here.
0: Yeah, now we can record it and let other people hear the awesome things we talk about, which I think is always good.
1: <laughs> yeah, we um, we, you know, we tend to nerd out on marketing, so I'm glad we're recording this <laughs> this session. So, so yeah. I'm to be here, man.
0: Yeah, well, man, the listeners are in for a real treat. So, for those of you uh, that don't know Lewis, Lewis is a podcasting expert, and Lewis is actually, his company helped me get my podcast off the ground. They do all of my audio engineering and everything for every episode. So thank you for that, Louis. I really appreciate that. Um, but wow. why I was really excited to have you on because you know, on um, what's the secret. We talk a lot about building an audience and the different ways you can do that. And podcasting is a really, I mean, it's a hot topic right now, right? Like, yeah, I know sometimes it feels like there's a ton of podcasts out there, but I just, I just heard a stat the other day that was like th- that in the last three days, more blog posts have been published than podcast episodes combined. <laughs> so like that, like opened my eyes, like, Oh, I guess it is kind of an underused medium.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, here's another stat for you. There's about a million or so podcasts in the world. There's about 30 million YouTube channels and there's about 500 million, probably more than that, that now blogs. So wow. you're on the, you're on the, you're in the, like the, the few. So compared to the other mediums out there,
0: yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, you know, one thing before we kind of delve into the questions and stuff like that, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? How did you end up in podcasting? All that kind of stuff.
1: Sure, sure. I'll give the kind of the high level, the shorter version of this. Um, so, coming out of college in 2014, I was a lost hospitality student, hospitality major. Um, loved the gym, and that was about it. I realized that I didn't like hotels and restaurants. I did realize I loved. And that was weird because I came from a, whole, a restaurant family. Um, but I did love, uh, you know, sales and marketing and I love working out. So I got into personal training and I soon realized that personal training, there's a ceiling on how much money you can make. There's only so many hours in the day. There's only so much you can charge. And then like unfortunate times like now with, with COVID, you're kind of, um, you know, out of luck when it comes to working in a gym. So I realized I realized that early on, and started getting into YouTube channels. And at the time I was working at Marriott and one of their hotels and I was doing night audit. I was a night auditor. So I did all the books and all the finances for the, for the hotel. And I would get my work done for about like an hour into my job. And then basically the shift is like from 11 PM to 7 AM. So you'd have, I'd have the rest of the night to just binge watch YouTube videos on how to like, how to start an online business, how to work out or like different exercises for like my, my training. So, um, I geeked out. I'd use that whole semester, my last kind of like my last semester and into my after post-college years to um, to basically kind of like teach myself online marketing and, and, and all this stuff. So that kind of sprung me into like, you know, wanting to take my little coaching, my little personal training business that I was starting on the side here into going online. And uh, that led me down a path of finding mentors, which kind of showed me this whole online marketing thing. I think my first uh, my first, uh, like event conference I went to was like 2014, 2015, I think. And that opened my eyes and that was like kind of my, my gateway drug into learning like Facebook ads and learning, um, how to build an email list and all this stuff. Um, fast forward a couple of years, I met a mentor who basically sat across from me in a Starbucks and said, he's like padded his, his laptop. And he's like, I'll make $7 million from this laptop this year. Um, at home, not not doing anything else. And I was like amazed at that. I was like, whoa. Um, and he was the guy who told me, he's like, Lewis, you should start a podcast. So I'd been kind of floundering in, in the online space then maybe for a couple of years and it, with this whole personal training, online training thing. Um, and 2016 is when I started the, my podcasting, my first podcast. And that kind of took me off into a whole other direction. I started doing that, monetized my first show and then started to help other people in uh, 2017, do a similar, similar, make a similar path, right? Like start a podcast and turn it into a a way to grow your audience and and maybe generate more clients if they wanted to. Um, so that's kind of the short, the short, uh, short version of that. But um, yeah, last couple of years we've been helping people launch podcasts, mainly entrepreneurs who want to use it as a marketing, as a, a marketing channel to grow their influence.
0: You know, I think what you said there is really interesting to me because when you're, when we're talking about entrepreneurs starting a podcast to grow their influence or to make sales, like we're not necessarily talking about people that are looking to be the next Tim Ferriss or the next, uh, the next Joe (laughs) Rogan, right? Like there's a much more kind of like, uh, close to home, um, local way that you can, that starting a podcast can help you, right? Maybe you can talk like what, what, what would, who would a podcast be good for? I guess that's kind of like my question, right? Like, if you're yeah. what what types of businesses do you find that it's the best for them? You know, to right. like where it's a good option.
1: Yeah, you know, it's 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 a good question. I get that question a lot, and I think for me, um, it's it's for a couple of people. And I like how you 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 mentioned there. Like, it's not for people trying to be, or it's not. I'm not talking to mainly people who are trying to be next Tim Ferriss or Joe Rogan. That's great but mainly it, a podcast suits people really well who are, they're in the coaching business or consulting, or maybe they have an agency. Those are kind of the main people I find really knocking out the park. Um, And I find that because they're usually trying to reach a specific audience and not like, they're not trying to be Oprah. You know, that's very hard. That takes a lot of time. So the, for me, podcasting has been really well for, works really well for coaches, consultants, or agency owners, people who they have a small audience to reach and they want to go deep with them and they want to build a really strong relationship with them. Um, if you look at statistics, more people, there's the listening time for a podcast is nine times out of 10 10 going to be longer than your average webinar listener. Um, so you have that opportunity to build a deeper bond with them and get them to trust you and then eventually get them to eventually, um, maybe take you up on on an offer or next step to go deeper into your world. So, um, That's who we usually work with. That's who we usually find that uh, podcasting really does well for.
0: And for people in those business types, like you don't really, I mean, you don't need to be getting, you know, 10,000 downloads a month to be profitable in that kind of a (laughs) scenario, right? Like you can have a relatively small, like you may think, oh, I'm doing this for just this small group of people, but they actually, the podcast can actually build that relationship and convert them into, into paying clients. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, case in point, um, my podcast has about a thousand listeners per month, but I made a couple grand off my podcast in, in the month of August because all it takes is one or two people to really love your stuff and reach out. And then that can be, that's enough to, to fund the whole podcast, right. You know, for a couple of months. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool cause you get to go deep with a lot with a small group of people who really love your stuff. And, um, what I love about it the most is that like, I'm not limited to the screen. Whereas if I am on YouTube or other places, it's hard to be, you're only limited to the screen. So if they're jogging, rock, walking, helping their you know, getting their kids ready for school in the morning, you can't really reach them. Uh, so, so that's some of the other things I love about it is that you can go outside of the normal day to day and you can actually kind of like go along their daily life with them um, as opposed to being only a social media thing.
0: Yeah. And that, that is a huge advantage that, and one, honestly, that I'm just starting to appreciate now that I've been doing my podcast (laughs) for about six months of like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, when, cause we do a lot of webinars in my company, Offline Sharks, and it's like, but people have to sit there for two hours. Right. And like how many people are we missing because they don't have the time to do that. I mean, probably great customers, really great people in our community, but they don't have the time to sit there for two hours and, and consume that kind of content. And the podcast gives them a way to consume it more on their terms versus your yeah. terms.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I love doing me wrong. Like I love Facebook and YouTube and like using the video medium. Um, however I do appreciate the fact that like podcasting is a little bit different. So like, like anybody who's, who's marketing and doing and like has an online business or offline business. Like you have to leverage both sides of the, of the coin, right? Video and audio. Um, And I like what you said there, Tom, like meeting people where they're at. Uh, Some people will never go to your podcast and listen. (laughs) But if you put the podcast on YouTube or you put it on Facebook, they'll listen. And I had a a call with a client like this the other day. And it was like, I was like, man, just make it easy for them. Just put it in your Facebook group. Like, who cares if they never subscribe? The, The goal is that you want them to consume the content and believe you and start to trust you and build a relationship. So um Yeah, don't be uh (laughs) only like podcasting or only something else because I think you're missing out there on a lot of things if you are.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and one of the one of the things, you know, when we first started working together, one of the things that surprised me is like I guess I suffer from like what a lot of entrepreneurs suffer from. You know, when I think of like, okay, I want to do something. Like when I thought I want to start a podcast, the first thing I start doing is like geeking out on equipment. What microphone do you need? (laughs) What this, what that, right? And like you were very systematic and when, you know, when we started working together, we didn't really talk much about equipment. It was more about like, what is it you're trying to say? What's the goal of the podcast? I mean, you said that repeatedly, like, well, what's your goal? Like, is your goal a certain number of downloads? Is it to turn people into clients? Um, yeah. And I think like, as entrepreneurs, we get really wrapped up in the nuts and bolts of things and forget the simple picture of like, okay, well, what am I trying to say? Who am I trying to reach? And let's just start putting something that like we can start off with a hundred dollar microphone and be just fine. We can always upgrade later. Right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. This episode of what's the secret podcast is sponsored by offline sharks, offline sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals, can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today yeah so I guess the question that was a, a really long roundabout way to get to the question of if somebody's looking to start a podcast and build an audience that way what what are the first steps they should be taking
1: yeah, that's a really good question um, the first I would preface this I'll say i'm gonna I'm gonna assume the person already has a business going and they're already like they already got some clients they're happy and they have an offer um, and now it's like how do I you know, make, how do I reach more people? How do I expand that message? Um, I start with interviewing your best customers and finding out what are their best, what are the biggest pain points they're still having? Why did they buy? What is it that they're looking to do in their life? And build the messaging around that. So um, everything for me personally, I guess, cause I've done it a bunch of times, but like once we got like the foundation of like with you, Tom, like what you wanted to do and say, it was like, okay, we can get the rest going. It's really interviewing your customers and the people you really want to speak to on this podcast and making a podcast for them as opposed to to figuring out like the mic stuff and the hosting and all other jazz. Um, so that's my first step is like, number one, go interview your customers and figure out like go interview five of them and figure out what is it they want, what are their pain points, what do they want to accomplish in life long-term um, and all of those other details that you think would make, that way you can make the podcast for them right as opposed to just assuming we're making it for a certain demographic or a certain avatar it's on paper um the second thing if you feel free to stop me whenever you want but (laughs) the second thing after you've yeah after you've done that um i like to do a blueprint and like if, if you've read traffic secrets by russell brunson he talks a lot about the dream 100 of course and he talks about like knowing where your your customers are at so we've interviewed our customers or ideal people. We know what they want. Okay, so where are they hanging out online? So where are they, what Facebook groups, what YouTube channels, what other podcasts, what email lists, um, who can I partner with to do a JV to bring a, you know, a load of clients or a load of listeners my way? Um, yeah, I look at like, where are they at online? That's number two. Um, and figuring out those logistics, because then we can really dial in the marketing, dial in the, the like, what kind of partnerships are we going to, do with the podcast and who we're going to invite on.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's awesome. The uh, you know, when you're talking about those JV things, like one of the things that I think is unique to podcasting is uh, I know from being in the product producing arena that (laughs) if you're reaching out to JV partners in that market and you don't have anything to show them like if you're not able to as people in that space say bring the heat it's yeah. really hard to start to work with some of the top tier people in the marketplace cuz they want right. to know that you're going to be able to deliver something for them right whereas a podcast it's like people want to get on there and share their story right like i yeah. found it yeah. i've been able to connect with people i never thought i'd be able to connect with just because i have a podcast and i'm like hey i have a podcast would you be on it and they're like yeah I mean, like the, those conversations are much easier. So just as a a networking tool too, it's been fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, We've got a lot of guys who, who start podcasts in like, who are mainly affiliate doing affiliate marketing or they're, they do a lot of partnerships, a lot of partnership business. And that's their number one thing is like, they're able to get on there with a person they want to connect with or go deeper with and build a relationship so that maybe a month from now or two months from now, they can do some kind of swap, something that's going to be a a big door opener for their business. Um, And that's for me, Tom, like that's the, one of the biggest benefits is um, bringing people on, but also understanding how to nurture that relationship after the interview, whether it's following up strategically within a a week, two weeks, um, sending them a gift, sending them a thank you note, and, and being able to just like go to town on that relationship in a sense, once you've got them on the podcast, because that's like this—that's like the open the door opening. But then it's like, how do we follow through? Um, which is totally up to you, right? It's totally up to how deep you want to go there. But um, I found the best podcasts who are really smart about their partnerships. They really spend time on on the like after the interview is over. Here's how we're going to really foster this relationship with this person.
0: If they have a they have a strategy, right? Like, yeah, you you can't really think like you're not just going to invite somebody in your show one time and now you're going to be buddy, buddy with them. Like it takes work, right? (laughs) Like it takes effort to build those relationships and do those kinds of things. But you know, I think like, you know, what, so the thing with the podcast too, is like in the beginning, I know it was for me too. It's, it's kind of daunting knowing like, Oh, you, the, the key is kind of consistency and how often you publish episodes. Um, any tips or advice for people on just how to get in that habit of creating the content and, and setting it up and all that stuff.
1: Oh man. Um, yeah. So we just did a workshop on this last, this weekend. So I've, I've been hammered with these questions. Um, so we'll, we can tackle, we can definitely tackle frequency and get really tactical here if you want. Um, I think that might help the people listening. So podcast uh, frequency, a lot of people will say once a week, um, or twice a week or three times a week, I would say you want to go with whatever you can be consistent with for at least six months. And then once you've nailed that, like, say if you do one a week, just try and aim to do it one week for six months and then maybe try and go double twice a week. Um, especially early on, like if you don't establish that cadence, people are going to either miss you or they're just not going to really believe in your, in your podcast. Cause they don't see it showing up consistently. Um, another simple thing that I've seen, like if you publish more often, you're going to show up on top of the feed inside of Apple. So if you have an Apple podcast, listen to their, your show through Apple, whenever the new episodes are published, they show up on top. So how do you get seen more? Publish more because you're going to show up on top of people's feeds. Um, it's It doesn't seem like much, but when people consistently see you showing up, you're just claiming that mind mindshare. Um, so commit to something for six months and stick to it. Then you can try and double down and go further. But I'd say rule of thumb, try and aim for one a week. And then if you can do two a week, great. Um, With interviews, like entrepreneurship shows, I see a lot of them do really well with a longer interview format episode and then a shorter kind of like five to 10 minute episode Um, at the end of the week or something. That way, people who don't have time for like a long interview, they can actually enjoy something like that's quick and tactical um, on your show. That's five, 10 minutes. They can get in and out. Uh, so yeah, from a like, publishing standpoint, that's what I usually aim for and, and suggest.
0: Well, and you know, you mentioned the time, like having a longer episode, a shorter episode, is there anything you I mean? Is there like an ideal link for podcast episodes? Do you see something in the market? Like, is there a trend, um, towards, you know, longer, shorter, uh, any, yeah. any insight onto that?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, this is fun. So I'm I'm smiling right now because you just hit on something huge. And um and so I forget the guy. I was on LinkedIn. This is a, a random story, but uh, I was on LinkedIn the other day late at night and uh there's this guy on there talking about this thing called podstorming. And I guess he named he created it, but basically the gist was he shortened his episodes and started to produce produce like them like back to back and it in 30 days it doubled his audience. And oh, wow. it, was, it was interesting. I was like, wow. So, he, what he did was he took a, one specific topic and doubled down and talked about that for 30 days, short tactical episodes. And I was looking at this, I was looking at his results, and I was also looking at another guy named uh, the older, the former CMO of um, Drift. He's now at Privy. I think his name's uh, David Gearhart. In the comments, he said the same thing. He was like, you know, like we've been doubling down, like shorter episodes, more tactical. Nicole and our e-commerce podcast. And it's been doing a similar thing. It's been d- doubling the audience. My hunch is that if you're targeting entrepreneurs, they are short on time. They have attention spans of squirrels usually, or, you know, I mean, like they're all over the place, especially if they really, they love marketing. Um, and they just want to get the tip. And I think too many people try to go into the, try to be the Tim Ferris's of the world or try to do this very strategy or very like kind of esoteric podcast when people just care about can you tell me like, how do I improve my convergence? Can you tell me how I, um, you know, make, you know, help get more clients, or get better clients results or things like that. So um, I would like to say, if you're going to target entrepreneurs or people who are short on time in any space, go shorter episodes, but more tactical as they start to realize you're giving them value, they'll start to care more about what else you have to say. But I think it's, it's really smart in the beginning to earn the trust of the listener by giving them things they can actually implement in their life to get results. Um, that's, that's what I've been seeing in the marketplace. So yeah, when you said that, that's exactly what came to mind.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I, that's great advice. I, uh, I wonder too, like I see people and I know I do this on what's the secret and I don't know how effective I've been with this or not, but like doing the shows in seasons And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if I've done a really good job of communicating to listeners like that. That's actually what I'm doing where I take a season (laughs) and we focus on one topic, and every episode relates to that topic. Right. And, um, and I've just kind of been going through that way. Do you see is that like a, a, a style of podcast that tends to resonate more than just, you know, episode after episode after episode after episode?
1: Um, you know, it, it works for some and it works for, it doesn't work for others. As long as the content's good, people will listen, but I do think it helps you in the marketing process afterwards. So for example, if you do an episode or a series, a three-part series on copywriting, now you have that three-part series. You can actually link that somewhere. And if someone asks about copywriting you can say, Hey, I've got a three-part series with the, some of the best copywriters in the world, you should go check it out. And it just makes it much easier in your marketing to expand your message and and find stuff actually later on down the road which i'm sure if you go through your archives Tommy, like you you guys have covered a lot of good stuff um the the cool benefit with the seasons is that you can now identify that stuff and pull it out and use it and drop it drop a link on your facebook comment if someone asks a question in your group or drop it in you know in your email series so the benefit to series is that you can market them much easier and effectively later on um in terms of increasing downloads, I haven't seen any differences, you know, um, you know, in terms of like, oh, this one like crushed it or this one didn't. So, yeah, I, I see it more of like long term, like marketing, you'll be easier. It's easier to, to get the stuff out there and, and use it again.
0: And uh, I know you have a book. Too. This is how I found you was I actually yeah. <laughs> downloaded your book. Um, maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about the book where they can get information on that.
1: Sure, sure. Um, so the best place to go would be uh, podcastdomination.co, um, .co, not, not, not com. <laughs> I don't know where you'll go if you go to .com, but uh, podcastdomination.co forward slash um, PDF. And there's a free copy there for you. Um, the book's name is How to Get Your First 100,000 Downloads in 100 Days. And uh, yeah. That's the book that found Tom. So I was. I'm glad I wrote that book. So
0: yeah. Well, it's an awesome. It's an awesome book too. And there's tons of actionable things in there that you can actually implement and start doing. Um, which you know, I always think whenever you're going to learn something, you need to go find people that are actually doing it. Right. People that have yeah. done it. That have you know. That have been there, and that's one thing that impressed me about the book. And and of course, your whole team and everything over there is really great. Uh one final thing like what would you if if there's somebody listening here and they're considering using a podcast cuz one of the things we talk about is like start building your audience sooner rather than later even if you don't have anything right. to sell like start building your audience if somebody wanted to use a podcast to do that what recommendations would you give them like what what should they do what should they do first after we after they stop listening to this episode
1: Yeah yeah I would say if you're gonna you want to use a podcast to to grow your influence, um, I would take a look at what's already out there, and then you can give a better insight. I mean, along with you know interviewing your customers, your ideal customers, and and seeing what they're hanging out. Go look at what podcasts are in your space. Look at what's already out there working, um, and then you can model it, or you can you can figure out how you're going to position yourself. Because um, the world of podcasting is growing. It's about like, and the cream of the crop will rise. Uh, so it's more about like, how can we market and position ourselves differently from every other show? So that's definitely the, probably one of the first action steps I'd say you can go do right now today, just by opening up one of your apps on your phone.
0: That's awesome. Well, Lewis, man, it's been a real pleasure having you on the, what's the secret podcast for those of you that are listening. I'll put links to Lewis's book and other things in the show notes of this episode Make sure you go check that out. You can find all that stuff over at TomGaddis.com. Uh, if you like this episode, rate it, review it. Lewis loves it when I get reviews. Yes. So yeah. So <laughs> yes. head over to Apple, go over to Spotify, give me some reviews. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, if you haven't already gone to TomGaddis.com and downloaded your free copy of the Milk It Method, that can give you some guidance on identifying your market, getting an idea, all that kind of stuff that, that uh, underlies putting together a good product that will sell in the marketplace or be consumed in the marketplace. So, Louis, thanks so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode of What's the Secret? Aloha and stay safe, everybody.